Cannot wait for you guys to listen to this podcast today with fellow mastermind member, Myra Brown. I believe her story is going to inspire so many of you. Sister from another mother, we both come from the pharmaceutical arena and world where she made a number of career pivots, one of which was leaving corporate altogether and going back to school, going to Yale and learning to become a midwife and pivoting from that space and trials and tribulations in life to launching her own business online. And she is a CEO helping older women rise to their ever-evolving definition of, of living a vibrant life. Man, I truly believe her story of shifting to betting on herself and having six-figure months now, working for herself, going from that, from showing up in Alaska for, for there to be no job for her, moving her family and miscarrying, having no job, lost her baby and despair earlier in life to becoming a lioness, powerful, powerful woman who since then has had a number of children, launched a booming business, retired her husband, and is changing women's lives left and right. You guys, grab a bucket of popcorn for this one. You're going to have fun. Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six-figure income around my nine to five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief, but now operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. All right, we are live with Mariah Brown. Oh my gosh, this is going to be such a fun podcast. Mariah, welcome to the Burnout to All Out podcast. Thanks, I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, just to give you a little bit of a background, she and I are in Legacy Builders together in Unstoppable Entrepreneur. So we are both online business owners who are in a mastermind where we're scaling from six to seven figures and seven and beyond in our online business. And Mariah has really caught my eye. I know this summer, business was going so well in her virtual space. She just packed up and took her family on a 60-day trip coast to coast. I hope we get to unpack that a little bit during the interview today. So really quick, Mariah, I've got a little bit I just wanted to share with people about you and feel free to add on. But what I have here is that you really focus on women being able to optimize their energy, their hormones, and their libido. And that your big focus is helping people move from being exhausted to energized and balance your hormones and feel turned on by your life 
your lover and yourself. So if we haven't gotten people's attention yet, I think we just did. <laughs> yes. So yes. I, I love this. And before we really get into the nitty gritty of like what you do and maybe some education to our audience about some tips around energy and hormones and libido, I want to go back to your entrepreneurial journey from the beginning. So before you worked for yourself, and or maybe you've always worked for yourself, let me ask you, no, okay, so take us back to when you maybe worked for, so what was your last job, J-O-B, before working for yourself? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's been a few, there's been a lots of twists and turns. So my undergrad was in marketing, and I started out in corporate America and actually ended up in pharmaceutical sales. My understanding is we share that. Yes. 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 And so I was living in Los Angeles in my 20s, you know, business suits, stilettos, carrying the bag. That was before all the regulations came down. So, you know, skyboxes at the Staples Center and fun, fun times. But also there was a part of me going, well, wait a minute. This doctor is prescribing my drug because I planned a golf tournament. This doesn't feel so great to me. And my best friend from high school asked me to be at her birth. I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. And it changed my life. It was one of those moments where, you know, in the cartoons where the stars are twinkling and the birds are flying around. And I just went, okay, this is what I'm destined to do and be. Yes. And so I applied to grad school. I actually was down in Machu Picchu hiking, did the four-day hike in Peru. And it was on one of the last days where I just was meeting all these people that were living an inspirational life, not, not from the, like um, my stereotypical kind of American confines of where, where I was feeling kind of boxed in, in the corporate world, but instead they were out traveling and doing amazing things and feeling really inspired and, and entrepreneurial, not just in business, but in life. And so I got home, I quit my job. I booked a one year around the world trip and I applied to grad school. My and gosh, yeah. It was fun. And then I was accepted at Yale. And while I was actually in West Africa working with midwives. And so I did a three-year training at Yale to become a certified nurse midwife. Wow. And so I've been a women's health provider since 2007. So this is kind of a long route to get to your answer. I think when my true entrepreneurial spirit came alive... Because even even as a midwife, I was still working for federally funded clinics and and hospitals, and it wasn't necessarily me owning my own time. And this gets a little bit sad, but there's a reason I'm going to share this story. Okay. We were living in Hawaii, and I lived there for eight years on the Big Island, and it was spectacular. And we were pregnant with our first baby. And one of my classmates from Yale had a practice in Juneau, Alaska, and she needed a midwife to come in for three months. She said, hey, come on over. We'll pay for your move. Come join your practice. We'll give you prenatal care because I was pregnant. And so we just picked up. We rented out our house. We came to the, the mainland U.S., bought a car. We had our dog with us. And we were driving the Alcan Highway up to Alaska. And I was 13 weeks pregnant. And we ended up miscarrying. And I was 13 weeks. Wow. It was devastating. Just everything around it. All of the, did I do something wrong? Did I not see it coming? The loss of, of a baby. Here I was as a midwife. And we were in the, 
really remote place doing it on our own. And then when I arrived in Juneau, they said, oh my gosh, we're so sorry, but we actually don't have work for you. And the 10,000 we were going to reimburse you for your move, we actually aren't going to give you. And we literally looked at ourselves and we found ourselves homeless, jobless, uninsured, no longer pregnant with an extra $10,000 debt. Wow. When I was sad, I went into the the postpartum after miscarriage sadness, but I also, it created a fierceness in me that I said, this will never happen again. And I have to find a way to kind of have my income stream and my life on my terms a little bit more. Yeah. And so that's, I think, when the entrepreneurial feist really started. Wow. Wow. Okay. Gosh, I'm so sorry. What a tragic moment that sounds like you actually became the the victor and not the victim, though. So from that moment forward, instead of being the victim, it sounds like you had this ferociousness about you. (laughs) What happened next? Right. So that was my initial chapter in the network marketing world. So I was like, all right, I, I want time freedom. I want geographic freedom. I want financial freedom. This is something I aligned with a company that really worked for me from a product perspective and community. And we went for it. And within about a year's time, I'm not remembering the chronology, but pregnant again, gave birth to my son, who's now nine. I now have three children. And by the time I gave birth, I had generated enough residual income through direct selling. It's really franchise, but to, for me to come home. And so now I was able to own my own time, be present as a mom, and still feel like I was pouring into women's well-being. And then I would do a little bit of time as a midwife at the hospital or attend a birth occasionally. And I was teaching childbirth education classes, but there was a new sense of empowerment that this is still on my terms. Mm-hmm. And that continued for a long time. And then three years ago, Beyond the Red Tent was birthed, which is another business that I run. And in the midst of that, I was interviewing all of these experts from around the world and hearing women's health leaders that had online programs. And I went, ah, I found my next path. And I saw I saw the light. I saw the the very clear path for myself. And so then I had continued to work a little bit running the women's health and functional medicine practices and attending births. But it was, you know, maybe 10 hours a week, not because I needed the money, but because I still loved serving women along their women's health journey. Sure. And now I'm all online. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I love that you and I are sisters from another mother, right? Because I scaled my first network marketing business as a is a way out of my nine to five. And I really built it with other healthcare providers in the health and wellness space. And it's really cool, you know, finding that people could get their footing. And especially in healthcare, where if you create another passive income for yourself, you can still practice, but on your terms, right? It's like the one industry where I feel like you can scale up or down, like the amount of hours or patients that you're willing to see whether you're a nurse or even a pharmacist or a nurse practitioner or a midwife, like you can kind of, those are like the types of careers where you can kind of negotiate and still pursue what you love, but not be 
not sell your soul, right? Like, whereas in like the corporate roles, it's like you're either all in or you're all out. Like you're either working 40 hours a week, which really in a leadership role, you're working like 60 hours a week or you're not, right? So I love that. And I love your story of it. Like I've just interviewed so many online entrepreneurs who started in network marketing because it was a low barrier to entry, low risk, but clearly people who are really successful have great leadership skills, right? And they're able to, because it's a business, right? And so I have found that those who are uber successful, like you, end up realizing, gosh, I actually am pretty good at leading a business online, virtually. What else can I do, right? And so here you are, like Yale trained, right? You're like a healthcare provider. And now you're scaling a business to seven figures online. I absolutely I am all yours. So let's talk a little bit about your business. How was it birds? Right. So there was that first aha of interviewing other experts that were working online. And I went, well, wait a minute. That's it. Like there are aspects of the network marketing industry that I enjoy from the perspective of, you know, promoting something I believe in, helping women along their women's health journey showing up as a leader, empowering other women, but it still wasn't, it still didn't feel like totally and completely mine. And I will say ever since the miscarriage 10 years ago, there was still fear inside of me that I observed that fear to take a leap. Like before that one year around the world trip in my mid twenties, I got this, no worries. You know, I was one of those where leave everything and go off to Alaska for four months. Yeah, we got this. But ever since the miscarriage, there was fear within me. And so to to actually take the leap and go out and say, no, I have a craft and I'm really good at supporting women along their women's health journey. And even in the practice, I still don't have total freedom to make to have the suggestions and practice in the way that I really believe is in the best interest of the patient that I'm seeing. And then same with under the confines of a franchise within the network marketing world, for me, it still felt like I just want to break free of that in my own way. And so I took a leap and it was scary. And I had my own coaches, my business coach and my mindset coach, just observing the fear of what if it all comes crashing down again. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's still there every every milestone that I make and, you know, 100,000 months and, and, and I get to celebrate. But then there's also that part of me that goes, oh my gosh, now I'm the breadwinner to my family. I have three children in private schools. I've brought my husband home and I know that I'm on the right track and I'm absolutely in my zone of genius. I'm creating tremendous transformation in women. I'm showing up as an entrepreneur, truly geographic freedom, financial freedom. We just did a 60 day trip with the family. Yes. And there's still those stories of what if it all comes crashing down. So. What I done is I really get to work with driven women. So many women who are in the corporate world, wanting to leave the corporate world in the network marketing space, wanting to be powerful mamas, powerful community members. Like I work with women that are driven and they feel tired or they know that something is going on with their hormones. They can't lose that extra belly weight. There's new anxiety their sleep is affected, there's irritability and PMS is pronounced, whatever it may be, 
And I get to now take them, no matter where they live, in an online space and go, come on, my friend, I've got you. Let's help you really live that vibrant life and turn on. And we can address physiology by getting some functional medicine tests and, and of course, fine tune how you're eating and some personalized supplementation, but also how are you thinking and what lights you up so that that way they have this vibrant sense of self where they're really feeling passionate when they look in the mirror as well as in their relationships and their work. And now those driven women get to pour even more profoundly into the life that they're wanting to create. Mm. And it's real, it's so fulfilling. I feel like it's 21 years in the making of all the different chapters of my life all in one place. Yes. Ah, I love that. Okay. So before we go any further, one of the things that you spoke to that I think all entrepreneurs struggle with is that fear of what if it all comes crashing down, right? There's these massive cash injections. And then all of a sudden you start having a more expensive lifestyle or like, you know, I know we put our kids in private school this past year and all of a sudden there's more and more financial expectation as you build. So what are some of your own self-coping and thriving mechanisms that you use personally as a pattern interrupt when you start getting into that cycle. It's interesting you bring this up because I, even me, like we all struggle with it, right? Like I just hit seven figures last month in my business. Congratulations. Thank you. And I still do tapping where I have panic moment, like right before Game Changers where I had to present in front of everybody. I'm freaking out. Like, oh my gosh, this is a whole new audience. Like, what if I screw up? What if like, you know, and I have to do my own tapping and get myself out of this like uh, negatives. Like it it happens at every level, I guess is what I'm saying. So I'm curious. This is like for my own like selfish, like I I just want to hear how Mariah does this kind of thing because I struggle with that too. There's not a month that doesn't go by that I'm still not like, what if like it all just dries up? (laughs) Right. So can you speak to that? There's three things that I can think of. Number one is what I became aware of is I felt like I had to actually look the lioness in the mirror. Like I always knew that I was destined for greatness. I've always wanted to create a big life, whatever that is for me. And then it got to the point where it really became viable. And then there's a part of me going, wow, I have to actually look in the mirror and see the lioness. And address and look at the self-talk and what are those old stories that are likely from my childhood that are still showing up and getting in my way. That's number one. Number two is in regard to those stories, I'm a big advocate of affirmations, tapping, and just allowing myself to kind of be in a place of curiosity. Isn't that fascinating? Look at that story that's showing up. And acknowledge it, but then also trust that I believe that the universe is abundant and there's always more coming. There's always more coming. There's more love that's available to tap into. There's more money that's available to tap into. And so to center my nervous system with some type of positive affirmation, maybe do some tapping and also address the story, address the fear and then go, all right, well, worst case scenario, what if, what if it all did come crashing down? What would I do? I would rebuild it. I built this and I know that I can, but does that serve me to 
not take a step because I'm afraid of that? Definitely not. I know that, that there is more to come. And once again, the universe is abundant. And the third thing that I think is really powerful is women. I think the feminine energy is the place of receiving. Yes. And so often for those of us that are driven women, we get caught up in all of the doing and all of the grind and we innately serve. We serve our communities. We serve our family. We serve our children. We serve our household. We're constantly giving. And when I'm noticing myself spinning, I have to take a pause and I have to allow myself to lean back a little bit, take that breath and go, no, the power of creating as a woman is not the nine to five grind. We have the esteemed privilege of being in a space of receiving and trusting that there's always more and we have to fill up our own cup. And most of the time, if I start feeling that angst or fear, it's because I'm doing too much and I'm not resting enough and actually filling up my own cup. And so I have to go, oh, just because I'm not scheduled does not mean I'm available. Block the schedule wherever I can and take a pause. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And my community has heard me say this a couple of times, and I don't know if you heard the keynote speaker with Game Changers, one of the, the first keynote speakers, Nicole, who talked about how you're not stuck. You're just at a, at a pause um, until you receive more information about which direction to move. So I love what you say about, you know, t giving that space, giving that time to really process and to think it's so important. And you're really speaking to that feminine flow, not such rigid, scheduled, every second of the day has to be accounted for kind of thing. Hey there, we're going to take a brief little interruption. I think you guys will love why I'm doing this little interruption. And that is because we hear from you all the time over in the Burnout to All Out community on our Facebook page. You've got questions. You want coaching. And so one of the things we are opening up to our Burnout to All Out community that are listening in right now to this podcast is a chance to get your questions answered in a live hot seat coaching session with me, yours truly, Melissa Hinault, in our Burnout to All Out community. And the audio will be recorded and you will be debuted in our podcast with your questions. So if that piques your curiosity and you're intrigued, here's the deal. All you have to do is text the word question. Again, text the word question to the number 1-833-310-7171. Again, text the word question to 1-833-310-7171. And when you do that, we will come back to you with another message asking you to submit your question. Two to three lucky people will be selected every single week to be featured in my Facebook community and on my podcast. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. And it's the same with how I coach women along their women's health journey. There has to be space to rest, digest, and assimilate. If all we're doing is doing, 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 
fix the gut health, fix the adrenal health, fix the thyroid health. There has to be a moment of plateau to let the the nervous system kind of assimilate it and go, oh, here's this new version of me. And I'm waking up feeling absolutely energized and I'm sleeping well. And that week four of my menstrual cycle where I'm normally super irritable and super crabby was nothing and go, okay, let that be. It's the same with as we celebrate our wins. I think that for those of us that are driven, we're perpetually moving the goalpost. Mm-hmm. But we also have to take a pause and celebrate our wins, write them down, and also look back and go, wow, look at where I've come from mm-hmm. and pat myself on the back. I'm so proud of myself. Give myself a hug. Take a pause, breathe it in, allow it to really settle in as my new reality, and then open my eyes again and go, okay, where am I moving the goalpost now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So good. So good. That's like with my, I have a mindset coach. And when we hit our milestone this past month, of course, I'm already talking about next month and where we're headed and what we need to do, and what we're launching. And, blah, 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 blah. and she's like, Melissa, have you celebrated? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, did you like, have you asked your kids, what do you guys want to do to celebrate mommy hitting this big milestone? Have you talked to your husband? I'm like, it didn't even cross my mind to like even pause and acknowledge. It was just move the goalpost, right? It's like the ingrained in us as entrepreneurs. If you don't have that self-practice or pay someone to help hold you accountable to those things, right? Yes. Yes. And we'll forget. Totally. So I asked my kids, I'm like, what do you guys want to do? They were like, we want to go to Carowinds and ride roller coasters. And I'm like, done, right? Let's go. That's right. (laughs) So, okay. This is so good. Well, okay. So thank you for sharing how you personally address even when you feel overwhelmed and then how you coach your clients when they're kind of at a block or feeling overwhelmed. So you launched your business. Tell us a little bit about what you do now. Yeah. What I do with my clientele or what is like my day-to-day life look like? Can you clarify the question? Yeah. So why don't you tell us what your vision and mission and purpose is with your business now. And then do talk us through the day-to-day, which I'm sure is different on every given day. But we can get into that in a minute. I know a lot of people love to take a peek behind the curtain of like how people organize their online businesses. So maybe we can do that in a minute. But more just like the overall like vision, mission, you know, purpose of the business you operate day-to-day. Yeah, it's a good question because it's evolving. Yeah, I, I look at... Even the women who came to me a year ago and enrolled in my program and chose to work with me, it's a very different woman that I'm seeing coming into my program now. And part of that is because I'm evolving and I'm this. Yes. And so what I know is that the the mission of my program is called the Women's Vibrancy Code. And so it's all about helping driven women crack the code to living a vibrant life so that once again, they can pour into their lives in an even bigger way, whatever that is for them. There are some stay-at-home moms that aren't necessarily out in the world working, but they really know that there's more out there for them. They're looking at themselves in the mirror and saying, I don't recognize who I see. And this is not where I thought my life would be. This is not how I thought I would be showing up as an example and a mentor to my children, to my community. So 
But what I'm watching the evolution in who's coming to me now is there are some absolute powerhouse rock star, seven figure entrepreneurial women coming to me, OBGYN, other midwives. I mean, it's so fun to watch who's coming because they have their business coaches, they have their strategists. But they're realizing, number one, they're not prioritizing time for their own well-being. And so support and let's have a space for accountability to actually go, well, what about my needs? Mm -hmm. And then we get to, I get to support them once again from a physiological look under the hood from a functional medicine lens at how do we help you feel even more vibrant? Okay. I've mentioned this a couple of times just as we've been talking that the extra weight, the all of a sudden sex drive dropping and that the work and the to-do and the stress and the walls come feeling like they're caving in from all of the to-do list and things to get done because we're so driven. But then how many women look back and they go, oh my gosh, I lost a big chunk of my life and now my adrenals are exhausted, my thyroid has crashed and my marriage isn't doing so well because I forgot or I was too busy to prioritize my foundational well-being. Mm. And so then insert me and the Women's Vibrancy Code, and I get to be that space with one-on-one and group settings and modules to go, all right, let's make sure you're still prioritizing your foundational well-being. Not necessarily going to your OBGYN or your PCP, and they order some you know, basic labs, and they're like, ah, now everything's normal. It's all in your head. Or here's a drug. But for the other people who are saying, wait a minute, that's not my answer. I know that there's more. I know that I could have more energy. I know that I could feel more joy. I know that I can feel turned on in an even bigger way and feel more vibrant about my days. And I want to do it through nutrition, through supplementation, through mindset, and through lifestyle change. That's where I come in and I get to support them along a very personalized and very intimate change. It's like a whole 360, isn't it? Like the whole 360 of, of being a woman as a whole and a business owner, right? Yeah, right. So let me ask you, I've got two questions for you around this. So when along your journey, did you realize that I'm really on to something? I'm going to make it. Like this is like people really need this. Like, was there a moment in your business where you were just like, holy shit, this is legit. Like, this business is taken off. I've got clients who are getting radical change. Like, when was there a pivotal moment or it maybe even talk to us about you? It sounds like your husband has come home from his job, right? And so kind of talk me through that evolution of like fully betting on yourself and, yeah. and your husband. Yeah. And I think that there have been layers to it. Yeah. No, at first it was, I I know that women need this because I've been a women's, I've been working with women in their health journey for 21 years. I've been running women's health clinics since 2007. I know what women come in asking for and needing. And then I was running beyond the red tent. And so I was seeing it there once again. And often I feel like women would come with questions where what I was hearing is they've lost the the aunties and the grandmothers and the mothers and the friends to talk about this stuff, right? It's like the the questions that are being asked, I'm going, oh, we've lost this foundational 
sense of community where women get to talk with one another about chapters of change and what to expect. And so I already knew that there was that need. And then I thought, all right, well, let me try this. And so when I first launched the course, I mean, of course, it was exciting to have women enrolling. And from the right out of the gate, I was generating consistently 10K months. And so it felt like more than anything, I was home and I was absolutely in my zone of genius. And it was so fun. Mm, I love that. So the money was coming. And so I think that the next piece where it really became legitimate was probably when right after I enrolled with Kelly Roach. So we, we have the same coach. And kind of shifted the model a little bit, shifted the way in which I was offering my services to women. And I had my first six-figure month. That was a big deal. Yeah. That was a big Huge. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, dancing in the living room in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, right. Right. I was here and I'm like running up and hugging her going, holy macaroni, like this is actually happening. Right. Right. And I think the other piece is as I did testimonial interviews and I've listened to women share the transformation that has happened in their lives. I mean, everything from I've lost 56 pounds to the pain in my body that's been there for decades and no one can figure out is gone. I got pregnant finally. I'm not irritable and yelling at my children anymore. I'm finally sleeping. But also the women that said, I just negotiated a new job with a pay raise and a promotion that I never would have asked for had I not been working with you. A lot of those wins were big, but there was still that moment of, I remember at one of the events with Kelly, I said, Kelly, help me understand why. And I remember I cried a little bit when I asked it, why am I still surprised when I hear the transformation from these women? There was still a part of me that I was celebrating that my work and, and my holding their hand help this transformation. But somehow I was still surprised. I, I got to delight in it, but I hadn't yet really looked the lioness in the mirror. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that has continued just to pull back the layers of the onion and go, all right, I'm standing in my fierceness and this is working. It's working because women's lives are changing and I'm hearing them share with me the ways in which it's changing. And holy crap, I get to play a part in that. And not only that, I was like holding the container. It's like being a midwife when I have been able to be there with a woman as she's going through her transition and pushing that baby out and having her put her hand down and put her hand on that baby's head and pull the baby up to her chest and to see the joy and the feelings of being totally triumphant. And I got to be the one that's holding the container for that space of transformation. And it's luxurious. It's so cool. Are you a social seller out there looking to beat the summer slump, looking for some accountability 
to grow your business and find the business builders of your dreams that want to run with you. Guys, if that's you, look no further than our In 5 Day Inside Scoop, where we are going to be taking you soup to nuts through growing your brand and creating attraction marketing on the LinkedIn platform. I'm going to teach you some of the critical tools I use to grow my social selling business and my coaching business. The coolest part about it, it's completely free. You just have to jump over to my Burnout to All Out Facebook community and get registered today. Or you can go to my website, www.livethefreelife.co. We'll put this in the show notes. But guys, take a listen to some of my former students and how they're doing and their experience inside the LinkedIn training. Melissa and I connected on LinkedIn, her academy, and, and her vision for, for how this could help us connect with people that were looking for the same things as us. So I, I'm successful in doing that, but recruiting, that's what network marketing is all about. And it turns out I was pretty good at it. So I decided to start a recruiting business that would tied back into my old world of corporate, which was direct consumer, e-commerce wholesaling goods, that type of thing. And I've used all the techniques that you taught me for creating a, a side hustle, a side income business with, with my health and wellness company. I've used those same techniques with my recruiting agency, which is now about six months old. I've been told from people in the industry, I'm part of a much larger group, that I'm way ahead of the curve on, on where most people are that are coming into this. I And I can tell you're glowing. Like you love what you're doing, which means you just, you don't work another day, right? Mm-hmm. So good. I love this journey. So tell us kind of on the back half of this, I'd love, obviously you've got a course and you probably mm-hmm. work with people one-on-one in, in group coaching settings, but for the yep. podcast today, yep. can you maybe give some tips in the three different areas of energy, you know, optimal hormone management, I guess, and libido? Can you give our listeners some advice on some things that they can do to positively impact those three categories? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, so let's start with energy. For those of you that are listening in, let's just give a couple quick tips. So number one is hydration. It's one of those things that we often forget, but it's so important. Okay, it's so important for our brain to properly function and to have the energy. And Melissa, you're not going to like what I'm about to say, but not in plastic. Oh, I know, right? It's because I'm in quarantine Uh, and I'm so glad you brought this up. I am usually uh, fully hydrated and not to go off on a tangent, but I, I had IV vitamins the very first day and I'm a muscular person with lots of veins and they came to give me my IV and she was, could not find a vein. She was like, you are so dry. And I was so dry because I've been locked out of my house. And my, my fluids have been limited. So this was my husband's solution is he bought me like a 24 pack of water that I don't typically drink out of plastic bottles for. I usually have alkaline water um, that's, that comes from our well and it has a super filtration system that I'm not, I don't have access to right now. So you're right. I should not be drinking out of this plastic <laughs> for the five survive right now. <laughs> for the podcast listeners, right when I said that she took a drink, but it was out of a plastic water bottle. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so hydration and sometimes adding just simple things into, into your water, such as a little splash of lemon juice or apple cider vinegar, depending on what flavor you like the best. 
Some women can really benefit from a little bit of extra Himalayan sea salt or even powdered greens. You'd be blown away at what that simple change can do to clarity of thought as well as energy throughout the day. Okay, so energy, we've got hydration. Number two is blood sugar management. And this is a really important one for entrepreneurial women. No skipping meals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, and for, it's really fascinating as I've studied the female brain. It, it is so powerful if you have a partner or you have a VA or someone that's around to come and actually put the food in front of you. Like this morning, my husband juiced some fresh celery and carrot and whatever. And he like has this right here at my desk. Because otherwise, we just forget. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not that we're, it's, it's a bad intention or, or purposefully skipping meals, but we just forget. So no skipping meals. You want to make sure that you're getting in wide variety of colors. You know, plant-based diet is always the best. If you look at your plate, half of it plants. And making sure that you're getting fiber, protein, and fat with every meal. I'm not a fan of calorie counting and, you know, tracking every little thing. I think that we need to be eating with pleasure. And not feeling like our lives are being restricted. And, but so that means first thing in the morning, we've got to have breakfast. Within 30 to 60 minutes of waking, you need to have some quality fats and quality protein. And so one of the things that I really advocate for women is you start your day with an adaptogen elixir. Hmm. Or somebody's like, adapta what? What is that? Adaptogens all come from the plant, mushroom, and botanical kingdom. They go into the body and they help the body better adapt to stress. Mm-hmm. So you've got your adaptogen, you have your protein source, which is generally collagen, unless you're vegan, and then we can come up with other options. And then you have your fat source, which is generally going to be MCT oil, coconut oil, olive oil, something like that. Add your hot water, add your nut milk, add your sweetener, maybe some stevia drops and emulsify it. And I have mine here in my coffee press and I just sip on it throughout the day, but particularly starting out in the morning. Your adrenals want to kick in first thing in the morning and your cortisol is supposed to spike. So for women that work with me, we do quantifiable testing to look at where are your hormones and where are your adrenals. And over a 24-hour period, you want your cortisol to go up in the morning. If you're skipping breakfast, your body actually has to go in and catabolize itself. So then women go, well, what about intermittent fasting? Because I know it's a craze. I'm not a fan of continuing intermittent fasting through the morning. Okay. Mm. Ketosis is a whole nother thing. But for women, particularly entrepreneurial women, our adrenals are our biggest fan. They're our biggest advocate. And we have to care for them. Okay. Mm. So that really means getting in some quality fat and protein first thing in the morning and not skipping meals. If you want to do an intermittent fast, you can stop caloric intake within four hours of going to bed, sleep a full night, and there's your intermittent fast. So energy is hydration, blood sugar management, and starting the day with an adaptogen elixir. Move on. Good. Yeah, move on. Okay. And I had my adaptogens especially each day during my COVID debacle this past week. I've been I've been drinking Ionics, which is a, a product made by Isogenics, but it's loaded with adaptogens every single day, along with putting mushrooms in my smoothie each morning that's plant-based and I add spinach to it and a huge dollop of natural peanut butter for yes. nice healthy fat. Yes, 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 yes. You're speaking my language. And there's so many adaptogens out there. You know, when you think about immune health, chaga and reishi would be the two that I think of. But mm-hmm. for those of you that are wanting more juiciness and kind of sensuality, that's shatabari and ashwagandha and a little bit of dark chocolate and 
you know, lion's mane is great for focus. Anyway, there's lots of them out there. Okay. Ah. And then we go into hormones. There's a lot that we can tell about what's going on with your body hormonally based on, you can just tell me, you know, you've got a history of fibroids or you had a hard time getting pregnant or miscarriages or your PMS is pretty pronounced or you've got cystic acne along your jawline, whatever it may be. All of those things that I'm hearing, you're losing the outside of your eyebrows, your hair is thinning, all of that. In my mind, I know what's going on hormonally and there's a lot that we can do to support that. Okay. But then also, like I said, the Dutch test is my favorite test to kind of look under the hood. And that's the Dutch test. The Dutch test, it stands for dried urine total uh, comprehensive hormones. And it looks through dried urine and saliva at a really comprehensive peak into your hormones as well as your adrenals. And so, but the thing is, is you can order your own Dutch test and they'll just your front door. You just do it. But what's important is then you have someone who actually is familiar with the test and knows how to interpret it. So don't go and just order Dutch test and then you have this results and you're like, well, what, what does this mean? The O4 and O2 pathway and cortisone versus cortisol. What do I do with this information? So Dutch test, we look quantifiably at your hormones. And most of the time and what I was trained at Yale is, well, if your estrogen is low or your testosterone is low, we we bring in extra estrogen and we bring in extra testosterone, right? How often have you gone to a provider and they put you on pill or antidepressants or bioidentical hormones or hormone replacement therapy? And I'm not saying that there's not a place for pharmaceuticals, but from a functional medicine lens, there's so much more that we can do with diet lifestyle modification first. And so what that looks like is we go in and do deep gut healing, liver healing, thyroid and adrenal, right? And generally speaking, the body goes, oh, okay, I'm safe. I've got the memo. I'm actually supposed to be producing those hormones. And now I can because I'm not suffering from leaky gut anymore, whatever's going on. And so the hormones really become a kind of step-by-step healing journey of the body as a whole. And then we get to bring in some specialized things. So for instance, if your testosterone is low, you can add some maca. If your estrogen is high or low, we can add in extra phytoestrogens. If your progesterone is low and you're having symptoms of really pronounced PMS during that last part of your menstrual cycle, sometimes some extra vitex or prairie morifica. There's some specific personalized supplementations that that we can add in specifically for where you are. And it's so fun to watch women just light up and go, I'm feeling so much better. Okay. Any other questions about the hormones? No, that's so good. So insightful. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Last piece is libido. Yeah. Libido. I want women to feel juicy and passionate and look themselves in the mirror with self-talk that is like, I am beautiful. I am sexy. I am luscious. I'm doing amazing work on the world. I'm feeling super turned on and excited by the day that I'm going to live today. I'm looking at my partner, if you have one across the room, and I'm feeling excited and life is stirring within me. And so what I know is how we do anything is how we do everything. And for women, our erogenous zone is our entire body. And Foreplay is 24 hours a day. Okay. It's very different 
the male brain and the female brain, the male body and the female body, and our arousal system is very, very, very different. For women, the filling up our own cup, prioritizing ourselves, allowing those moments of pause, allowing ourselves to stop grinning and bearing it and doing it all and actually allowing ourselves to receive and feeling luxurious will shift the libido on the, on the back end. Of course, sometimes it's physiological. Sometimes you might have something going on with your thyroid that we can actually address. Or maybe your estrogen level really is low and your testosterone is low and we get to address that. But beyond that, do you feel really excited about the work that you're doing each day? And are you filling up your own cup? And it's cliche, but are you putting on your own oxygen mask first? And are you communicating with your partner in a way, if you're in a heterosexual partnership, that he is able to hear what it is that, that helps you feel turned on? And that can be Moments of just walking by you in the kitchen and just caressing your shoulders or giving you those little moments of acknowledging you for the work that you're doing or giving you a foot rub. Or maybe you get to go buy yourself a new lip gloss or a new bra. All of it relates to your libido. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Have you have you read the book Pussy? No, but I have it on my my list of two Pussy and vagina, both of them are there like on my list to read. Yeah. Okay. When I'm listening to you, I'm like, this is so that book. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 And so it was all so fascinating when the program first launched and I knew that I wanted to support women in this way. But it was surprising. You know, it's so fascinating. We we offer up our craft and then we look at who actually comes in the door. And many of the women were coming in specifically on the libido conversation, partially because I think I don't have any of the hangups around passion and libido that many of us have grown up, many women have grown up with shame and blame and, and just a different upbringing and comfort level to talk about this stuff. And, you know, 60% of women have a history of childhood sexual abuse, including me, call spade a spade. And I still didn't grow up with the hangups. And so we can just have those conversations that are a little bit jaw dropping, but they're real. And it's a safe container where women get to ask all sorts of questions around what orgasm looks like and how to get there and, and what the clitoral legs are and where are they anatomically. And, and we get into all of it. Yes. Yes. And, but initially as women were coming in, I had to kind of go, but wait a minute, I'm not a sexologist, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yet I'm a midwife and I, I know a lot and I've lived a life. And women are coming to me asking these questions. So I said, just had to trust. And now within the program, I have guest master coaches. So I've hired what I believe is one of the best sexologists. She's absolutely. What's her name? Popular. Her name is Eva Clay. Okay. I've never heard of her. Yeah. So Eva Clay is a guest master coach within my program. And then now I also have a mindset coach within the program. And I also have practitioners that come in and support trauma release therapy with the women that enroll in the program. So that way we have kind of firing from all cylinder, addressing the hormones, the healing of the past trauma, because whether it's feeling energized, balancing our hormones, or having a lively libido, those old stories that are playing from our childhood continue to influence our day-to-day -day life. And I don't think we get to separate out 
you know, you don't get to just focus on your nutrition. You don't get to just focus on energy. You don't get to just focus on mindset. I think it's all important. And so there's many women that come to me where they feel like they've tried everything. I'm like, first of all, they're never trying everything. There's no destination point. It's a journey. And so we get to address it from all perspectives. Yeah, I love that. Now, with the trauma release work that you do in your program, does it include breath work? Mm-hmm. The technology that I've found. So Dr. Mitra Ray and Dr. Cindy Scholes developed a technology. It's called REST. It stands for Rapid Reprogramming Emotional Stress Technique. Mm-hmm. And so there's practitioners that are trained in the modality and certified. And it kind of is like it incorporates Reiki, hypnotherapy, NET, Ho'oponopono, acupressure, breath work, chakra work, all in one space. And it's done virtually. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So when women enroll in the program, they are, I, I cover the cost of sessions. So that way they're having these trauma release sessions with rest practitioners as part of the journey. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. That is so cool. It's so cool. It's pretty phenomenal. I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of what yeah. I've created. I don't think there's much. I've never seen anything like what I've created in the marketplace. Yeah. No, it's very, it's very niche. You know, we talk about creating a blue ocean, which is like a, a wide open market that's never been tapped into. And I feel like hearing what you're doing is a, is a blue ocean. You've just created an entire new market for kind of a one-stop shop yeah. for the female entrepreneur. It's interesting because I have the mastermind I was in this past year, I feel very fortunate that the leader of my mastermind was going through her own very in-depth journey around the feminine and was working sexologist and was doing a ton of breath work as well. And like one of the things I would have never in a million years drawn the line to my libido and that power source and how it impacts the energy in my business with my clients. I never would have put it all together had I not been a part of this program, you know, where it was just brought forward in front of us and we had to study it and read it. And she shipped us all a a jade egg, which when it first came to my house, I was like, what have I invested in? My husband's like, I don't know, but this coach is amazing. You guys just need (laughs) Just say <laughs> that was the best I've gotten. I've received thank you packages in the mail from husbands and yeah. letters. It's like, thank you so much. <laughs> but it's true. Uh, yeah. There's a lot out there that we can do to feel alive again. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's shifting how you are working and really pouring into feeling passionate about your work. And that then bubbles over into how you show up sexually with yourself and in your partnership. And then sometimes it comes from the other direction, but maybe we start with our sensuality and our sexuality, but it's so fun. It's really fulfilling work to be doing for sure. You're doing amazing work. Well, I know we're coming up on the hour and I just want to ask you really quickly, what are you reading right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me look at my Audible. I was there's right now. I like Christiane Northrup, so I'm reading her. What is it? Menopause. I'm, I should say I'm listening to. So the Wisdom of Menopause by Christiane Northrup for anyone age 35 to 60. It's phenomenal. It's very didactic. It probably makes more sense for me to read it for you and then process it. <laughs> you know, help you understand what she's saying. 
They're Alison Armstrong. I love Alison Armstrong. She has studied the male and female brain for decades. And she did a workshop called Celebrating Partnership. And it, the workshop is available and recorded on Audible. So I'm re-listening to that one. Awesome. And then the other one right now on my Audible is called Unblocked. It's all about EFT and the shot root system. Got one down. Um, we'll put them and in, in paper form. I'm rereading The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks because that's just such a great book. Oh, I haven't read that one. I just Big love, Leap? yeah, I love collecting new books. I've got like, I just not nonstop. Okay, awesome. And Mariah, where can folks come find you and follow you if they're interested in just following you on media, where do you hang out? And then like your programs and stuff that you have going on. Yes. Okay. So in the social media world, I'm embarrassed to say I'm not on LinkedIn yet. <laughs> what? I know it's on like oh God, your avatar, your ideal client is all over that platform. I know, I know. And I listen to some of your podcast prepping, but this I'm like, uh oh. Um, so I'm predominantly in the Facebook world. You can find me at Mariah Brown, and then I run Beyond the Red Tent as a Facebook group. And then there's a couple Facebook groups. Just start with the business page. Website is mariahbrown.com and Mariah is M A R A Y A. Mm -hmm. If you go to mariahbrown.com, you'll see I have free adaptogen elixir recipes. So if that adaptogen conversation sparked your interest, you're welcome to grab those. And then I have workshops that I do about every couple months, sim I think similar to what Melissa does. And they're free. You get to pop in. I'm going to just pour into you for five days and give you the roadmap. A, a much more deeper dive than the conversation we've already had to get deeply into your libido, your hormones, your sense of connection, and also your energy level. And so the next one begins November 8th. You can go to mariahbrown.com forward slash the vibrant life. And you're welcome to register for that. Like I said, it's free. You get personalized concierge support and you'll be able to walk away with amazing, amazing roadmap, but also learn a little bit more about the work that I do within the Women's Vibrancy Code. And that's probably the best place to start. Oh, so good. So good. Well, Mariah, I'm going to be reaching out to you for the Elixir recipe for sure. I actually wrote notes to ask you about that anyway. Well, thank you so much for your time today and pouring into our community. And I think that you probably have gained some followers from this discussion for sure. Um, I'm so glad that Crossing Paths in um, Unstoppable Entrepreneurs has brought us together to connect. And I've so enjoyed your story and the impact you're making on so many women's lives today and just the niche deliverables that you have that you're putting out there to help women operate at a, at a more vibrant level. So That's thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the work that you do. And you know, maybe one day I'll in get some help from you in the LinkedIn world. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co. Or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out. And make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second, gave me that five-star review of the show, and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.